The Lord be with you. This is the day which the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. We welcome you all to this evening's service, and we wish you a blessed Thanksgiving. The best way to follow along is to place your uh, bulletin in the back of your hymnal. The panel serves as a guide. Uh, simply go to the page indicated. Please note that there are a few places where you are invited to look at the music notes. Uh, we'll sing a song in between the readings, and also there is uh, some special music uh, during the offering tonight, and that's also in the insert of your bulletin. I believe that's it for announcements for tonight. Please stand. The bells will call us to worship. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Our help is in the name of the Lord. If you, O Lord, kept a record of sins, O Lord, who could stand? But with you there is forgiveness, therefore you are here. Since we are gathered to hear God's word, call upon him in prayer and praise, and receive the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ in the fellowship of this altar. Let us first consider our unworthiness and confess before God and one another that we have sinned in thought, word, and deed, and that we cannot free ourselves from our sinful condition. Together as his people, let us take refuge in the infinite mercy of God, our Heavenly Father, seeking his grace for the sake of Christ, and saying, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. Please kneel for confession and absolution. Almighty God, have mercy upon us, forgive us our sins, and lead us to everlasting life. Amen. Almighty God, in his mercy, has given his Son to die for you, and for his sake forgives you all your sins. As a called and ordained servant of Christ, and by his authority, I therefore forgive you all your sins. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.
Lord be with you. Let us pray. Almighty God, your mercies are new every morning, and you graciously provide for all our needs of body and soul. Grant us your Holy Spirit that we may acknowledge your goodness, give thanks for your benefits, and serve you in willing obedience all our days. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. The Old Testament reading for Thanksgiving is from Deuteronomy chapter 8. The whole commandment that I command you today, you shall be careful to do, that you may live and multiply and go in and possess the land that the Lord swore to give you to your fathers. And you shall remember the whole way that the Lord your God has led you these 40 years in the wilderness, that he might humble you, testing you to know what was in your heart, whether you would keep his commandments or not. And he humbled you and let you hunger and fed you with manna, which you did not know, nor did your fathers know, that he might make you know that man does not live by bread alone, but man lives by every word that comes from the mouth of the Lord. Your clothing did not wear out on you, and your foot did not swell these forty years. Know then in your heart that as a man disciplines his son, the Lord your God disciplines you. So you shall keep the commandments of the Lord your God by walking in his ways and by fearing him. For the Lord your God is bringing you into a good land, a land of brooks of water, of fountains and springs flowing out in the valleys and the hills a land of wheat and barley, of vines and fig trees and pomegranates, a land of olive trees and honey, a land in which you will eat bread without scarcity, in which you will lack nothing, a land whose stones are iron and out of whose hills you can dig copper, and you shall eat and be full, and you shall bless the Lord your God for the good land he has given you. This is the word of the Lord. Epistle is from Philippians chapter 4. 
Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known to God, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. What you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, practice these things, and the God of peace will be with you. I rejoiced in the Lord greatly that now at length you have revived your concern for me. You were indeed concerned for me, but you had no opportunity. Not that I am speaking of being in need, for I have learned in whatever situation I am to be content. I know how to be brought low, and I know how to abound. In any and every circumstance, I have learned the secret of facing plenty and hunger, abundance and need. I can do all things through him who strengthens me. Yet it was kind of you to share my trouble, and you Philippians yourselves know that in the beginning of the gospel, when I left Macedonia, no church entered into partnership with me in giving and receiving, except you only. Even in Thessalonica, you sent me help for my needs once and again. Not that I seek the gift, but I seek the fruit that increases your credit. I have received full payment and more. I am well supplied, receiving, having received from Aphroditeus the gifts you sent, a fragrant offering, a sacrifice acceptable and pleasing to God. And my God will supply every need of yours according to his riches in glory in Christ Jesus. To our God and Father be glory forever and ever. Amen. This is the word of the Lord. Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, the 17th chapter. On the way to Jerusalem, Jesus was passing along between Samaria and Galilee. And as he entered a village, he was met by ten lepers who stood at a distance and lifted up their voices, saying, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. When he saw them, he said to them, Go and show yourselves to the priests. And as they went, they were cleansed. Then one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back, praising God with a loud voice. And he fell on his face at Jesus' feet, giving him thanks. Now he was a Samaritan. Then Jesus answered, Were not ten cleansed? Where are the nine? Was no one found to return and give praise to God except this foreigner? And he said to him, Rise and go your way. Your faith has made you well. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Praise you, Lord I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in all things visible and invisible, and in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, begotten of His Father before all worlds. God, God, light of light, carry God, carry God. Be 
Our text for this evening's sermon is taken from the epistle lesson with special emphasis on the following words. Whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. This is our text. You may be seated. Dear brothers and sisters of our Lord Jesus Christ, what were you thinking? We typically ask this question of someone who has said or done something foolish. What were you thinking? Someone whose thinking has been sabotaged by disinformation or disturbed by being hurt by what others have said and done. Such thinking often plays repeatedly in one's mind as a, like a bad movie on a loop. Over and over and over again, you think about these horrible things that have happened, whether to others or to you, or whether you've done them yourselves. This evening, as we celebrate Thanksgiving, the Apostle Paul directs us to the words and deeds that ultimately emanate not from us, but from God and Christ. And he presents this as the antidote to the thinking of a fallen humanity. Think about these things, he says. For the thinking that comes from the evil within us or that is shaped and formed by the evil around us, quite frankly, makes us anxious and depressed as it distorts and robs us of the joy and contentment that comes from God and Christ, the God who created us and who loved us to death, even death on a cross. This thinking that comes from within us and outside of us in this fallen world, it literally consumes us. It leaves us empty, broken, and despairing. It causes us to be bitter, to cancel each other, not to be around each other anymore, to isolate ourselves. That's what happens with this way of thinking. And we witness it every single day, don't we? The Apostle Paul, a fallen human being himself, understood this fallen way of thinking as he faced physical troubles, opposition, imprisonment, and suffering. And so do you. You think about how others have hurt you by what they have said or done. How they weren't there for you when you needed them. You think about your own failings. How you have let others down in exactly the same way. You turn on your TV or go online and you witness the horrors, the horrors of war in the Ukraine or the Middle East. You see things that you really don't want to see. How horrific humanity can be. How we human beings can hurt one another in devastating ways. You think about the corruption of many politicians. You think about how crime is out of control. How children are being used and abused by adults. And how the only answer the world seems to have is to destroy. Destroy those who hurt you. Or even to destroy those with whom you have a different opinion, who disagree with you. 
We think about these things. You think about these things. And you lose hope, don't you? You become anxious and fall into despair. This is nothing new. The Apostle Paul lived in this same kind of world with, quite frankly, the same kind of issues we face in this, the 21st century. Yet amid our troubles and the evils of a fallen world, the Apostle Paul boldly says this, quote, Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. Talk to God about it. Cry out to him. Quite frankly, he's the only one who can fix it. Or as the hymn writer says, take it to the Lord in prayer. Talk to him. He hears you. He knows your voice. He knows your name. In other words, don't look, don't look within yourself for help or even to the people of a fallen humanity. Rather, access the things of God, his things, the things of his spirit, the fruit of his spirit. For example, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. You have access to these things, and so do I. Why do we turn our back on them? Why do we keep returning to ourselves and a fallen world like a dog returns to his vomit? Look outside to yourself to the God who created you when you didn't exist. Life and new life comes from outside of you, from the God who created you and redeemed you. By accessing his gifts that come to us through his word, the peace of God, the Apostle Paul reminds us, which surpasses all understanding, all that's going on, it will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus, he will guard you and protect you. Do you know that when God put his name on you, that meant that if anyone's going to mess with you, they got to mess with him. And no one messes with him. Not even death can mess with him. He rose from the dead with witnesses. He comes by his spirit at work through his word as he has promised what he says, he does. He is in our midst to give us the antidote to everything that's wrong with ourselves and this fallen world. That's why the Apostle Paul says, think about these things. Think about these things, that God in Christ loves you when no one else does. He loves you when you're at your worst, when you're unlovable. And he will always love you. You see, he was sent into the world not by some boss. He was sent into the world by our Father. And our Father in heaven will always love you. No matter what the horrific things you might do. To be sure, he's mortified by those things. But he doesn't give up on you. He sends his son to restore your, your humanity and mine. The Apostle Paul says, whatever is true, think about this. He's the way, the truth, and the life. Whatever is honorable, nothing more honorable than what God and Christ has done for us. Whatever is just, totally innocent, no sin in thought, word, or deed. He's just. He always does what's right every single time. Whatever is pure, 
No one is pure except God in Christ, the sinless Son of Man, who comes to give us His, it's a little loud, who comes to give us His saintliness, His goodness, to make it ours. Whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, whatever is excellent or worthy of praise, these things are all about Jesus, the man, the human being as we were meant to be. Think about what he does for all of us fallen human beings. All of us who have broken every commandment, whether it be in thought, word, and, or deed. He clothes us with his goodness, with his perfection, with his life that conquers death. What you have learned, the Apostle Paul says, and heard and seen in me. Practice these things. See, the word of God was bearing fruit in his life. The word of God never returns empty. It always does what it says. Practice these things, and the God of peace will be with you. You'll be an instrument of his peace, of his love and his care. For as we heard from our Old Testament lesson, Man does not live by bread alone, but man lives by every word that comes from the mouth of God. As the Lord says through the prophet Isaiah, so shall my word be that goes out from my mouth. It will not return empty, but it shall accomplish that which I purpose, and it shall succeed in the thing for which I sent it, and it does every single time. The preceding verse to our text, in it the Apostle Paul says, Rejoice in the Lord always. I say it again, rejoice. And he says, The Lord is at hand. In other words, he hasn't left. He's never going to leave you nor forsake you. The Lord is here as he has promised, as we gather in his name to hear his word, as he bodies and bloods us together with him and one another through the forgiveness of sins. The Apostle Paul is giving us a better way of thinking, isn't he? Giving us to think from not our own fallen perspective, but from the perspective of the God who created us and redeemed us. Not our way of thinking, but Jesus' way of thinking. A way of thinking that leads us to be thankful, not bitter, that transcends the things of this world. A way that lasts because it is a thankfulness that doesn't come and go like the things of this world. It, it doesn't change. It's eternal. It's risen from the dead. It is in Jesus. So that we can say today as we celebrate Thanksgiving and every day with Moses and the people of Israel, with the psalmist, with Paul and the Philippian Christians, with the leper that Jesus healed, with Christians through the ages, with those Christians already with the Lord in glory, all of us together, one holy Christian church, united in Christ with one voice, wherever you are, however you are, proclaiming in faith. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever. Think about these things. Amen. Now may the peace of God that surpasses all understanding guard our hearts and our lives in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. Let us pray. Gracious God, you give life to the seed, rain to the plant, and fruit to the harvest. Receive our thanks for the rich bounty the earth has provided.
for the daily bread that supplies all we need for this body and life. Teach us to be generous with your gifts, willingly sharing with those in need. Lord, in your mercy. O oh Lord our God, since we do not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes out of your mouth, bless those who proclaim your word, that we may hear it and live. Lord, in your mercy. Heavenly Father, be gracious to husbands and wives, parents and children. Bless them and make your face shine upon them, that they may know your saving power and make your truth known on the earth to the coming generation. Lord, in your mercy. Almighty God, bless Joseph, our president, and all who hold high positions among us, that we may lead peaceful and quiet lives, godly and dignified in every way. Lord, in your mercy. Gracious Father, guard in Christ Jesus the hearts and minds of all who suffer in our midst. Grant them health in accord with your perfect will, and give them peace that surpasses all understanding. Lord, in your mercy. Help us, O Lord, to receive the great thanksgiving feast of your Son's body and blood with repentant and thankful hearts, recognizing all your benefits toward us in Christ. Lord, in your mercy. We give you thanks, O God, for all the saints who have gone before us. We especially remember this evening Gary Yerk, in whose lives your great faithfulness has shown. Grant us faith like theirs, which trusts in your enduring word, that we also may be found faithful by the next generation of believers. Lord, in your mercy. Amen. O Lord, teach us the secret of facing plenty and hunger, abundance and need, helping us to do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Lord, in your mercy. Amen. Hear us, Heavenly Father, for the sake of Christ Jesus our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Please be seated. As we gather together the offering, we invite you to fill out the Friendship Registry.
Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly good, right, and salutary that we should at all times and in all places give thanks to you, O Lord, Holy Father, Almighty, Everlasting God, for the countless blessings you so freely bestow on us in all creation. Above all, we give thanks for your boundless love shown to us when you sent your only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, into our flesh and laid on him our sin, giving him into death that we might not die eternally. Because he is now risen from the dead and lives and reigns to all eternity, all who believe in him will overcome sin and death and will rise again to new life. Therefore, with angels and archangels and with all the company of heaven, we laud and magnify your glorious name, evermore praising you and saying, Blessed are you, O Lord, our God, King of all creation, for you have had mercy on us and given your only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. In your righteous judgment, you condemned the sin of Adam and Eve, who ate the forbidden fruit, and you justly barred them and all their children from the tree of life. Yet in your great mercy, you promised salvation by a second Adam, your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord, and made his cross a life-giving tree for all who trust in him, we give you thanks for the redemption you have prepared for us through Jesus Christ. Grant us your Holy Spirit that we may faithfully eat and drink of the fruits of his cross and receive the blessings of forgiveness, life, and salvation that come to us in his body and blood. Hear us as we pray in his name and as he has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Our Lord Jesus Christ, in the night when he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to the disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body which is given for you, this do in remembrance of me. In the same way also he took the cup after supper, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink of it, all of you. This cup is the New Testament in my blood, which is shed for you for the forgiveness of sins. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. The peace of the Lord be with you always.
the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ strengthen and preserve you in body and soul to life everlasting. Depart in peace. Amen. Amen. Almighty God, that you have refreshed us through this salutary gift, and we implore you that of your mercy you would strengthen us through the same in faith toward you and in fervent love toward one another. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Let us bless the Lord. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. Amen. Amen.